0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Being Fan of Disney podcast, Take One. I'm your host, Cody Havard. In this Take One episode, I feature a presentation I gave at the Sports Science Forum in 2022 in Bowling Green, Kentucky, on using the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or the MCU, as a researcher's muse. And so, this talks about the different ways that professional researchers can use characters and situations from the MCU um, to kind of help find joy in the research and publishing process. And please watch the video of this one as well um, for more information. Um, This was something that I am very, very passionate about. It comes from a paper and a project that I've done um, with colleagues on this topic. And so I really, really enjoyed giving this presentation and I hope you all enjoy it and can find some meaning and inspiration from it as well. Please come along with us on our adventure. Hello everyone. Some of you may know me, I'm Cody Havard. Um, I'm a professor at the University of Memphis And I wish I could be there with you today to talk about this very, very important topic um, that I love talking about. Um, But depending what time you're watching this, I am either currently getting goalkeepers ready to play a game or trying to coach on the sidelines during a game. So I'm not there with you um, to do this face-to-face, which is why we are doing it virtually. What I want to talk to you today about is something that has been very, very important and has become more important to me as my career has progressed. Um, I like to say I've been in this game for more than a decade now. um, And I have been at the University of Memphis for um, more than a decade now. And a few things that I've seen along the way to try to help people with research that's what I want to talk about today. One thing that I see that happens with research is there's so much pressure built up and people feel this immense amount of pressure um, that it becomes more of a job and less of a passion. And I think for um, researchers that really, really enjoy what we do and it's very we feel we have a lot of importance with what we do, It's a passion project. It's less of a job. It's something that we wake up wanting to do. It's something that we go to sleep thinking about and we're thinking about throughout our day. So here is something that um, I am going to talk about today. It's called Researchers Assemble, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a Researchers Muse. And this comes from a paper that I wrote along with, among others, Um, forum host Dr. Rick Grieve. And so throughout this presentation um, I'm going to talk about the things from our paper that I think would really help a lot of the people in this room and hopefully outside of this room as well. And so I know at the beginning um, before we started everybody got their envelope. I ask you to hold on to these. Do not peek inside. Don't open. We will have instructions on this later. And the last thing I will say is as with any good, um, Marvel project, especially right now when as recording this and as you're viewing it at the forum, we're five episodes into Moon Knight. Um, and as you know, Moon Knight had QR codes in there that led to other projects that you could do some additional reading from, um, be on the lookout for that at this presentation as well, and um, if you send me an email afterward or reach out to me letting me know what each one leads to, then um, you'll get those fictional added points, right? So let's go ahead and let's get started. Um, And and first, a general introduction is just the popularity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, It has become so popular in our culture that it has um, been ingrained in storytelling in the way people shape stories and the way people plan out shared universes and media projects it has now um, become so ingrained in our society that um, people can walk around talking about these projects Um, who you know 15 20 years ago may not have been able to walk around and talk about these projects as much or with as many people that know what they're um, talking about. And also, aside from popular culture, because it's so popular, um, it's been used in a lot of academic settings. I've I've mentioned a few here. Um, uh, We wrote a paper about this. Uh, I wrote a paper about um, how students can use the MCU to acclimate to college. Um, I've had many, many conversations with people about the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the class I teach uh, called Being a Fan of Disney, including one with Dr. Rick Grieve about um, the portrayal of dissociative identity disorder in Moon Knight. And so it's been used in so many different academic settings as well, people writing about philosophy, um, religion, and ethics. And so uh, now we're at the point where we can use this, for our benefit as well as researchers and so a couple thing or a few things we're going to talk about is um, how can we use the MCU process for writing an authorship and how can we use it for the review process and then how can we use it for building our research line and so to start off we're going to talk about the MCU stories and the authorship and there's really three groups Of these authorships and if you think about each one of these as a type of paper that you're writing we start out with the standalone movies um, or the origin stories we have the origin story of Captain America also the origin story of Captain America right here and how we got the Captain America shield and these are your solo projects that you're working on by yourself you're writing papers by yourself um, then next, we have those team-up movies also with Captain America and the Winter Soldier, amongst many others. And these would be those smaller projects that maybe you're working with two or three other people on. Um, it could be a, a, a 10-person project, um, but it's going to culminate in a paper, in a presentation. Those are what we would consider those team-up movies, where you're working with a team Um, And it's on a very, very important project or projects, um, but it doesn't rise to the effort of an event movie. And when we think of an event movie, well, then we think of Avengers Endgame and Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War. And these, for the researcher, would be large research projects. Maybe you're working on a grant with someone and you're on a sizable group of even three or four people or, or larger, but you're working on a very large outcome. And it's something that within a event movie, all of the heroes, the superheroes of the MCU come together and they all use their collective talents to try and help get to that end point. That's the same thing as one of these research projects. We're all coming in, we're using our talent our shared talent and collective talent to try to get to that end goal. Now, next, we talk about the hero's peril or the review process. I am sure many people have heard of how onerous the review process can be and how daunting the review process can be. And at this point, I'm sure we can all relate with Getting a reviewer, it's usually reviewer number two, am I right? And it feels like it's Thanos that is going to snap, don't worry, I won't do it, but snap half your paper away, right? And as researchers, what we tend to do, we go through a process of that. Um, just like the MCU heroes that went through a process of sometimes denial, sometimes anger, sometimes depression, Uh, we go through the same thing as researchers, right? And so typically what we do is we feel sorry for ourselves first. And then maybe we move on to where we express anger or disappointment with the review process that essentially it's not us, it's them. We're doing what we need to do, it's them. Um, But then we kind of hopefully take a little bit of a break. And at that point, we pick ourselves up and we get to work, just like our heroes in the MCU. And what's great about it is if you do the work and you put in the effort, I think most of us can agree that our projects end up being better for the effort that those reviewers put in. And so that's one thing that's very, very important to that review process. Um, Now, one more thing that I want to talk about is the mid or end credit scenes. And um, this really talks about your future research and your future research line. Um, In 2008, when Iron Man came out, and as you see behind me, Nick Fury appears in the end credit scene of Iron Man. That's when the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the MCU was born and people became excited and since then people have stuck around through credits of Marvel movies and other movies um, just to see if there's going to be any in-credit scenes or mid-credit scenes that are going to tease upcoming projects. Anytime we go to the movie, my sons always ask me um, once a movie's over if there's anything after the credits that we need to stay for. And why do they do this? Why do entertainment companies do this? Why does the MCU do this? Because they're teasing future projects, right? So because they're teasing, teasing future projects, what we can do is use that as a researcher to explore different ideas. At the end of papers, we always have those sections called future directions. Um, I employ implore you to um take the next step and and actually follow those future directions. Um, Maybe it's something that you found interesting in the data, maybe it's something that the next logical step that you see from the work that you've been doing, but I implore you to take that next step and do that and always give the audience a glimpse of what your plans are in the future because I think that's important to build that narrative and it builds that research line and it lets people know what you represent and what you want to represent. And real quickly, just as another Easter egg, so you know that I am not just talking about this and not living it, here is briefly, we won't talk about it much, an idea that I've been working on for a period of time, and hopefully in the next few years we'll come to more fruition. And who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it in a future forum. Now, what lessons can we learn from the MCU? Um, One, find fun and joy in the research process. That's the whole point of this. We are doing important work. We we should be enjoying it. It should be something that we want to do and we want to seek those answers and we want to ask those questions. And that gets to continuously seeking answers and asking questions to look and, and investigate more phenomena don't be afraid of a plot twist um where i was 10 years ago is not where i am now talking i mean i am talking to all of you about using the mcu for research purposes and to build a research line that's not where i was even 5 6 years ago so don't be afraid of that plot twist go with it have fun with it um and your character arc that means where you are right now doesn't that doesn't mean where you're going to be in 5 10 15 years um, we're always changing, and so is our research. We're always trying to keep up with different phenomena that are occurring that we see that, and that we want to investigate. So don't be afraid of those. And embrace being a researcher. Embrace being a superhero. So one thing I want you to know, and you can tweet this at me, um, or you can email me at my school email address. I want to know what your superhero is research name is. Mine is Sport Rivalry Man. I'll let Dr. Greaves share um, his superhero name that that he chose when we wrote the paper. But but take ownership over it. Have fun with it and, and, and really get into it um, and just try to find more joy out of the process. So the last thing I will leave you with is, yes, here you have... Mule near, and I would pass this, but um, health reasons we probably shouldn't, and also can pass it through the screen to you, right? So, what I want everybody to do right now get your envelopes out, and you see, I am going to read you the oath of the researcher, and then I'll tell you what to do with the envelope. So, whoever holds this hammer, if they be worthy through honesty and quality work, shall possess the power of research. Now, I hope you have enjoyed this process. I hope you have enjoyed this presentation. And right now, in closing, what I would say is you have your envelopes, now's the time that you can look at them. Researchers, assemble. Now go forth and break some eggs. Thank you. That's going to do it for another episode of the Being a Fan of Disney podcast, Take One. If you like these Take One episodes, these shorter narratives with additional information that's covered in class or of just general interest, please reach out and let me know. Also, if you have ideas for other topics that maybe we should cover in these shorter narratives and these take ones, um, please let me know that as well. It is a lot of fun to do this. And I really, really appreciate you listening. So thank you and have a great rest of your day.